Welcome to the Limitless Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us. We hope this message encourages you, inspires you, and helps build your faith. Enjoy the message. So how many of you want to go to the next level in your life, but you feel like you're stuck? Um, when you envision your life, what do you see? Do you see a nice career? Do you see yourself making bank, driving that fancy car, living in a big house, having a fine spouse, maybe a couple of kids, going on Disney vacations with your family? Um, when you envision your life, what do you see? What do you want? Everyone desires success in their lives, but only some make the choices necessary to truly become successful. Now, I know that we've been talking a lot about spiritual growth in the last month, um, but now we're going to be talking about personal growth because I believe that both working together are necessary to reach your God-given destiny. So spiritual growth, we touched on that. Now we're going to talk about personal growth. So what is personal growth? So um, I actually looked up the actual definition of personal growth. And personal growth is defined as the ongoing process of understanding and developing oneself in order to achieve one's fullest potential. So let me break that down for you. It is you taking ownership and responsibility of yourself and your growth. Um, and I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 13, 11. So if you want to turn there, if you have a Bible app on your phone or if you have your Bible with you, you can turn there. It's 1 Corinthians 13, 11. And it says, When I was a child, I spoke like a child, thought like a child, and reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I gave up my childish ways. And that's the International Standard Version. I know what some of you are thinking. Oh, she's just telling me I have to give up all the fun in my life. That I can't have any more fun and I have to grow up and being a, be a boring adult. But that's not what I'm saying. Being an adult does not equal not having fun. Um, and I believe that the childish ways um, mentioned in the scripture um, can be summed up in the following. En- entitlement. Disobedience. Complaining. And comfort. And I'm going to break each and every one of those down. So entitlement. When you're a child, you believe that the entire world revolves around you. And rightfully so, because when you're a child, you can't work for yourself. You can't cook for yourself. You can't buy a house to live in. Everything that you have is provided for you. And so, rightfully so, you are entitled when you are a child. And the voice of entitlement says that the world and those around you owe you. That you deserve everything you want without having to work for it. Entitlement is that attitude that says, give me. And it's those people that walk around with their hand out. They want to work. They don't want to do nothing, but they walk around saying, hey, what is the world going to give me? Parents, what are you going to give me? Hey, I'm your kid. I want this, you better give it to me. Um, And Proverbs 13, 4 
says, lazy people want much, but get little. But those who work hard will prosper. And Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart, as though you were working for the Lord and not for people. So the remedy to entitlement is hard work. You want something? Don't wait for somebody to give it to you. You want something? You've got to go out there and you've got to earn it. And I think that's the first childish way that you've got to put away in your, uh, on your journey to personal growth. So the second one is disobedience. A child has to learn to submit to authority. Let me tell you something. Y'all know that we, you know, you know our kids. You see them running around church. You see them running around our house every now and then. Now, my son is two years old, and I don't have to tell you, it is natural for us to not want to obey. If he's doing something that is potentially dangerous for him, or he's doing something that can mess something up, and we see and we correct him, you know his response is, no! Mm. <laughs> but he's a child. So that's expected of him. He's a child. And that's the stage that he's in. Ephesians 6, 1 through 3 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. And my mom is a K, well, she was a K-4 teacher for 20 years. She's not anymore. But as a K-4 teacher teaching in a Christian school, she always had these little songs that she'd sing to the kids. And growing up as her child, we always heard them around the house. And one of the ones she would sing is, Obedience is the very best way to show that you believe. Doing exactly what the Lord commands. Doing it faithfully. Now some of you need to learn that song. (laughs) Some of you need to go back and and listen to this podcast at the end. And you need to memorize that song. (laughs) Because it's something that you should have learned when you were small. And you didn't. And so now you're going to have to learn it now. And I think that some of you think that you're grown. That's a word that uh, young people use now, right? Well, I'm grown. They can't can't tell me what to do. I'm grown. (laughs) And some people think that because they've reached a certain age, or they've reached a certain um, status in their life, oh, they got a car. Oh, you got a girlfriend. Oh, you got a boyfriend. Oh, you you graduated from high school. Oh, you think you're grown. So you think that you can go where you want, and you can do what you want, and you can be who you want, you can date who you want, all while living in your parents' house, spending their money, eating their food, driving their car, being disrespectful and being disobedient, and you're wrong. And you need to go home, and some of you, you... Please, don't be offended with what I'm saying because I believe it's the Holy Spirit speaking through me. Because, you know, as I was praying about this message, and this is something that God had in my spirit for a while to bring, I heard the Holy Spirit say, it's time to level up. So don't be offended with me by what I'm saying. But some of you, 
instead of being offended by what I'm saying, you need to humble yourself, repent, and you need to go home and you need to apologize to your parents for the way that you treated them. You need to tell them that you're thankful for what they're doing, how they put up with you, and how they support you, and how they love you. Because you know what? It's hard work being a parent. You don't understand that now because none of you have kids. But one day you'll understand the sacrifice it is to be a parent, and how hard it is to bring that correction. So you need to be thankful. Amen. Are y'all with me tonight? (laughs) Say, Pastor Trelawney loves me. Say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. <laughs> um, and it's so funny because, like, in the last week I was out somewhere, and I overheard um, this woman on the phone with her son. And I could tell by the tone of the son's voice that he wasn't a little boy, that he was older. And I overheard their conversation, that went something like this. Mom, where are you? When are you coming home? I'm hungry. Go get me some food. And she's like, oh, okay, okay, I'm coming. I'm coming right now. Let me tell you something. (laughs) If that was my mama, (laughs) I never would have talked to my mother that way. But it's because I was trained to, to be respectful, and I was trained to be obedient. And I think some of you are lacking that training, and it shows. And I'm not saying that to belittle you. I'm not saying that. Um, to step on your toes, but I'm saying that to help you be self-aware. Yeah. Does that make sense? So again, say, Pastor Trelawney loves me. <laughs> um, Proverbs 3.12 says, For the Lord corrects those that he loves, just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. So I just want to encourage each and every one of you. It doesn't have to be just your parents, because I think any authority figure, if they bring correction in their life, receive it. They're doing it because they see something that you can't see. They're not being mean. They're not trying to keep you from something fun. They're not trying to... They see something that, that is potentially dangerous for you, and they're trying to protect you. Say, I'm going to receive correction. I'm going to be mature. I'm going to level up. All right. Ooh, that just made me happy. All right, so the, our childish ways, we went through two already. The first one was, anyone know? It was entitlement. The second one was disobedience. And now the third one is complaining. Children have a natural tendency to complain about everything. How many of y'all have ever been around a child that complains? Is it enjoyable? <laughs> yeah, have you ever heard? It's like the kids when they're in the car and you're on a, a road trip and they're like, are we there yet? They're like, okay, okay, like, just stop. We're going to get there when we get there. Um, so for a short period of time, my dad lived in Pennsylvania. And my sister and I would go and visit him over the summers because it's beautiful in Pennsylvania up north the summer there. Like, it's not like our summers here where you almost die from heat exhaustion. The, the weather there is like 70s, 80s. It's like perfect, beautiful weather. And so they had a, a river there, and we decided to go kayaking one day. And so while we're there, we get there. We're signing in. We're paying. We're getting our kayak or paddles, whatever the heck. We're getting direction and instructions on what to do. 
And there with us is this family, and there's this little boy. And he walks by, he throws his pad on the ground, he says, I don't want to do this crap. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought it was so funny. Um, And actually, it's like, I mean, seeing a child complain like that, it's funny from the outside, but I'm sure the parents didn't think it was funny at the time. Um, But you know what? Philippians 2, 14 through 15 says, Do everything without complaining and arguing so that no one can criticize you. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. So don't complain. Nobody wants to hear it. Nobody wants to hear you complain. Come on. Keep it to yourself. And focus on yourself. All right? Are y'all with me? Yeah. Y'all still with me? I'm not losing y'all? So number four is comfort. And this is the last childish way that I'm going to discuss. And it's comfort. Children can have a hard time stepping out, on, stepping out of their comfort zone to try something new. Um, and I was super shy when I was growing up. I don't know if y'all could see that in me now, but when I was little, like, I couldn't even hold a conversation with someone. But I remember when I came to the age where my parents started making me order my own food at a restaurant, which, like, is not a big deal. But to me, being a shy little girl, like, it was a huge deal that I had to step out of my comfort zone and tell the waitress what I wanted to eat. (laughs) Um, But that's a skill that's, like, necessary in life, right? Um, so I think sometimes you have to trade your comfort for courage. If you want to grow, you know, because your comfort zone is like all that you know right now. It's safe. It's secure. It's what I know how to do. But you know what? If you stay in your comfort zone, you're not going to grow. Yeah. All, all you're ever going to know is what you know right now. And you know what? God's calling you to greater, and he's calling you to go further and higher. But you're not going to go get there if you can't step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So you've got to trade that comfort for courage. Amen. Um, and I have a quote here from E.E. E. Cummings, and he's an American poet. And it says, it takes courage to grow up and become who you really are. I'm going to read that again because that's a really good quote. It takes courage to grow up and become who you really are. And Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So come on, if you want to make it to where God's calling you, you got to be strong and be courageous and trust that he's going to be there with you as you step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. you got to clothe yourself with that courage and say, God, I know that you're with me. This may be a little uncomfortable for me. I may not know how to apply for a job, but I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and I'm going to do it. Yeah. I may not know how to ask for help, but I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and I'm going to do it. Yeah. I may not know how to talk to that girl over there, but I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and I'm going to do it. Um, so I think you, if you want to change, you got to step out. You got to step out. Yes. Come on, young people, hear me. You got to step out. Yeah. Some of you, you're exactly in the same spot that you have been for the last five years. 
And why is that? You gotta step out, you gotta step out, come on. You wanna know new things? You gotta learn new things. You can't do the same thing over and over and expect, and expect a different result. Yeah. To go to new places, you gotta, you gotta do new things. Mm. You can't do things the way that you've been doing them and expect to get a different result. So come on, step out. It's time, it's time to level up. It's time to level up. Amen. Amen. I believe that's, I'm speaking that prophetically to you. It's time to level up. Yeah. Come on, you got to get up. You got to go forward. Don't stay stuck. What I, I made you write down where you want to be in 10 years for a reason, to make you think. Keep that in mind. Yeah. So I, I'm going to be 28 years old next month. Oh, and that, like, hurts my heart to say that. <laughs> I, that means, like, I just feel so old. <laughs> um, but can you imagine how ridiculous I would look if I acted the way my two-year-old, look, two-year-old acted? Just picture that for a moment. He wears diapers. He can't go to the bathroom by himself. When we tell him not to do something, he... Now imagine me, my, this 28-year-old woman out somewhere. If you saw me in a diaper, <laughs> someone had to hold my hand as I'm in the store. I'm la 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 I would look ridiculous, wouldn't I? And I believe that the reason some of you lack confidence in your life is because you haven't put away your childish things. And I say that very gently and very lovingly. I'm not trying to step on anyone's toes. I'm not trying to embarrass everyone, but from a heart of love. Because you know what? You know how, how people say nobody loves you like your mama? Huh. Well, nobody corrects you like your mama too because she loves you. She's not going to let you stay looking like that. So can I be Mama Troll tonight? <laughs> Are you all right with that? Do I have your permission? Um, And I say that very gently and very lovingly because I know that God has a lot for you. But I say it with the understanding that I believe many young adults struggle with the transition into adulthood because no one has taken the time and the steps necessary to prepare you to venture out into the world on your own successfully. I think somewhere along the way, parents have a hard time preparing their kids to truly be independent of them. However, and as a parent, it's wrong to expect something if you haven't taught it. I think a lot of times parents, are, they want to coddle you and they don't, they don't prepare you to be successful on their own, but then you get to a certain age and they want to throw you out the nest. They're like, come on, grow up, grow up, get out, get out, but they're not teaching. However, being an adult means taking responsibility for yourself. So no matter what kind of training you received up to this point, you can no longer blame anyone else for what you have or don't have. It's time to take responsibility for yourself and your life and where you are going next. And that is a mark of maturity. To no longer blame, oh, well, my parents didn't teach me. Oh, well, I didn't have a mentor. Oh, well, this, I don't have the money. Oh, well, you know what? Everyone gets the same start. Everyone has one life, so what are you going to do with it? So how do you do that? Um, 
and I have a great resource. Mondo actually had us as a leadership team for the church read this book, and it's called The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. So take a picture of it, take note of it. Um, if you want to grow or, or you want a tool to help you with your personal growth, this is a very good book that I recommend. Um, and I actually took a few things from it to help me teach this part. So number one, how do we grow in our personal growth? Number one, you have to be self-aware. You have to know yourself to grow yourself. This is going to require humility and honesty. You're going to have to pinpoint the areas that you need to mature in. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Because you know what? I think that's honestly, I think that's the first step. Because you don't know how, how to grow if you don't even know where to grow. You have to figure out what you need to grow. What you're, so don't be afraid to ask for help. And I think, too, don't be afraid to go to someone and say, hey, you know what? I don't really know the areas I need to grow in. Can you love me enough to help me see? But you have to be humble enough to receive it. Don't let your pride get in the way of someone helping you. Yeah. You know, we all need help. No matter what stage of life you're in, like, we're all growing. I don't care how long you've been saved. I don't care how much you know. I don't care how, how much education you have. There's always something that you're going to need to grow in, and there's always someone that's going to know more than you do, mm-hmm. and that's going to be able to help you. So don't let your pride get in the way. James 1.5 says, If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. How good is God for that, right? Yeah. You know, he, um, he really honors a humble heart. If you have the humility, he'll help you all the way. To choose to be humble. Lay down that pride. Don't let your pride get in the way. And Matthew 7, 7 says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. So the second um, invaluable law of growth is intentionality. Growth doesn't just happen. I don't know if any of you have seen our backyard. If you haven't, you'll probably go look at it after this because you're going to want to see what I'm talking about. Um, But it's pretty desolate back there. (laughs) It has a lot of potential. A lot, a lot of potential. And I've been saying since we moved into this house, oh, I want want a garden. I want a whatever, whatever. But you know what? I don't have a garden. And you know why? Because I haven't done anything with it. (laughs) If I don't plant a seed, if I don't go back there and toil the soil, buy seeds, plant seeds, buy fertilizer, if I don't go back there and water it, guess what I'm going to have back there? Nothing. And how, how much is it the same for your life? You can't just say, oh, I want to be here. But if you don't do anything to, to get to that point, you know what you're going to have? Nothing. <laughs> and you have no one to blame for it but yourself. So you need to sit down and map out what it's going to take to reach the goals that you have for yourself. Like practical, like, okay, if I want to be a doctor, what education does that take? How do I get into those schools? Are there prerequisites for that? You know, if I want to do whatever it is that you want to do in your life, you know what I mean? Um, I want to be married one day, but I can't even get a girl to date me. 
I want to be married one day, but I can't even get a guy to date me. Okay, get someone to help you figure out why. <laughs> All right? <laughs> and I say that gently and with love from a mama's heart. I really do. Like, so don't be offended with me. <clears throat> but you have to map out why. You have to map out the road to how you want to get to where you want to get. It's not just, you're not just going to get there. Speaking it, like, yes, you can have all the faith in the world, but faith without action is dead. That's what the Bible says. So you've got to figure out the actions that you need to put with your faith. You've got to partner those two together. Because one without the other, it's not going to work. Yeah. So you need some humility. And Proverbs 13.12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. So we want to see your desires fulfilled you want to see your desires fulfilled for your life, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got to figure out the map to how that's going to work. And then the third thing that you need is consistency. Motivation gets you growing, but discipline keeps you growing. I'm sorry, I think I said that wrong. Motivation gets you going, that's what it is, but discipline keeps you growing. So Hebrews 12:11 says, "No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it." Mm. Just say, I, re- I, ta- "I receive it. I receive, I receive the discipline." It. Like, "Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. OK, I take it." And then Galatians 6:9 says, "And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap." If we do not give up, you can have the map to your dreams, but you have to actually follow it to reach your dreams. Knowing what to do and not doing it, eh, you're not going to get nothing. That's not going to produce anything. You have to know what to do and you have to actually do what you know to do. Are you with me? Yeah. And so the fourth thing that you need is character. Everyone say character. Character. Character growth determines the height of your personal growth. Don't get lost in ambition on the road to success. Don't get lost in ambition on the road to success. Don't get lost in yourself. Don't get lost in the you and forget the why. Because you get lost in the you, and all you're going to have is you. You understand? You cannot forget God on your road to success. He is why we do what we do. He is why we're living. Not to bring glory to ourselves, but to bring glory to him. And he's going to honor you as you honor him. And you know, I know a lot of people that they're successful in the world's eyes. They have everything their heart could desire. All the money, all the whatever, blah, 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 blah. And you know what? And they don't have God, and they're not happy. They're miserable. They're the most miserable, stressed out, lonely people that I have ever met. And they need Jesus. So don't forget the reason why we're doing what we're doing. Don't lose Jesus in your life. He's the most important thing that you need. And character, a lot of times it's compared to integrity. 
Um, and integrity, I was always taught it this way when I was growing up. Integrity is doing the right thing even when no one is watching. So even when no one knows whether you're going to do the wrong thing or the right thing, it's being a person that's able to say, I, I want to do what's right because I want to live for God. I want to please God. I'm not living to please myself. I'm, li I'm living to please God. So I believe that your character is directly tied to integrity, to your integrity. You want to be a person of good morals, of good... You want to be someone that other people can trust. You, want to be, you don't want to be someone that's questionable. That someone that people have to be like, oh, well, like, are they doing what's right? Or, or are they going to do the right thing? It doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. I'm going to do what's right because I live to please God. I don't love to please other people. And that's what you want to be. That's what you need to sustain the, the personal growth that you desire in your life and to get where you want to go. You need that integrity. It means that what's on the inside matters more than what's on the outside. The condition of our heart can be shown in everything that we do. And you know what? You can, you can hide the condition of your heart for a while. You can have people fooled for a while, but it always comes out in the end. It always comes out in the end. And I'm not saying, like, as a human, like, we're not perfect. We're not called to perfection. So, of course, you're always going to be dealing with something. But if your heart is not right, if you have a bad attitude in there, or if you're ambitious, or if you're one way this way and one way another way, like, it's going to come out in the end. So really, by choosing integrity and choosing to have character, you're really protecting yourself. But really. So just choose to protect yourself. And then Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And the last scripture that I'm going to share is 1 Samuel 16.7. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So what I want to encourage each and every one of you to do um, as I close, grab that index card that you wrote on, where you want to see yourself in 10 years. And I want you to look at it. I want you to read it. And I'm going to give you some homework. Is that all right? So what I want you to do is I want you to look at it and I want you to make a map, make a plan of how you expect to get there. We don't want to be like how I said, uh, oh, I'm going to get there and then you don't do nothing with it. You don't do nothing to reach out. And I don't want this to be wasted time. You know, I really feel like this is a message that God put on our hearts for a reason and I think it's perfect for where each of you are in life right now. Like as a young adult, I know what it's like, you know, to, to be in school or, and to wonder where, where is my life going or where do I want to be or how am I going to get there and feeling just like lost and confused. And this message, I believe, is going to be a good tool to help you answer those questions and get where you want to be. But you have to have the wisdom to take it. Like, don't come in here, hear what I just spoke, and then just let it go in one ear, not the other. Um... So I want y'all to look at that, think about that. And I'm going to pray for us right now. So I just want to invite everyone to bow your heads and close your eyes.
Jesus, I thank you for each and every person that's here right now. I thank you, God, for the destiny, for the plan, for the call that you have for each and every one of them. And right now, God, I know that you see their desires, you see their dreams, you see their future spouses, God, you see their future homes, God, you see what they're going to be doing, their careers. And I pray, God, right now that you speak to each and every one of them. That Holy Spirit, that you give them the strength, that you give them the courage, God, to level up. To choose maturity, God, to choose growth in their life in the name of Jesus. To not come in here and leave the same, God, but right now, Holy Spirit, I pray, Lord, for change, God, in each and every heart. For each and every person, Lord, that you're touching them right now, God. That you're stirring a hunger for growth, for personal growth, Lord. That you're stirring a hunger, God, to do greater, Lord, to go higher, God. To know you more, God. For change. They're going to give them the strength, God, to step out of their comfort zones and to take up courage, to make a plan and stick to it, God, to be consistent in where they want to go, God, in their growth. And right now, God, I just thank you for each and every one of them, and I just call these things done in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you again for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the message. If you did, please subscribe. That way you will always be in the know. Also, if you were impacted by the message today, please consider sharing it by clicking the share episode button or even taking a snapshot and sharing it on your social stories. We'll see you next time on the Limitless Podcast.